Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. It is Thursday, September 15th, tax day for corporations, the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen had a speech today in which she talked about the IRS and how they're going to use the money. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, It is interesting. Won't you join us? Well, again, here's uh, our Janet Yellen uh, right here. <laughs> she's the, again, she's the United States Treasury Secretary. She used to be head of the Fed, uh, and they made her head of the uh, Treasury Secretary, which is the head of the IRS. Um, they run the IRS, and uh, so she's been talking a lot about. Remember, several weeks ago, I showed a video um, on this show of. Elizabeth Warren questioning Janet Yellen about the um, eighty billion dollars that they were going to. Well, if we give you eighty billion dollars, will you promise that you could, that you'll look to see if you can um, give free tax returns? So she talks a little bit about that today. Uh, there's a number of articles I won't be able to get to all of them. They're all listed here on in the description. So, um, but they all kind of support what i'm trying to say uh so let's let's start with the with the um let's start with the at the beginning let's start at the beginning so here it is yellen hales tax message tax filings in speech to irs actually she did not okay this they talk a lot about this but let's read it you'll see why i say she did not do that um Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen praised the notion of filing taxes via text message in a Thursday speech delivered to IRS employees in Maryland while championing the $80 billion funding boost for the agency recently passed by Congress. So she praised the notion. She didn't say we're going to do that. First off, she can't do that because the tax code is so complicated. There's no way you can do it. Uh, So she praised the notion because they do that in Switzerland, I think. Tax filing should be simple, she said. Now, this whole... Uh, Inflation Reduction Act did not make filing more simple. It made it more complicated. The American Rescue Plan, which does the 1099Ks, did not make it more simple, made it much more complicated for everyone, or for most people, I should say. I recently came across a statistic that it takes the average American 13 hours to file a tax return. 13 hours. Compare that to Sweden. There are some tax there are some taxpayers can file simply by replying to a text message. We can do we can and must do better. Of course, you know they don't have the complicated tax code we have, and and um, you know, is that a good thing? The government's going to tell you what you're going to pay. Here's what you made. Here's what you're paying. I don't know if that's a good idea. Her remarks come as the IRS works to deliver a report to Congress on how. It, could set up a free, they, they put $15 million aside to, cut, to write a report. Only in Congress or in government can it cost $15 million to come up with a report about what we're going to do. Uh, it doesn't even do anything, just how we're going to do it. If we can do it, a direct e-filing tax return system, Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act, 
uh, stipulated that the agency has nine months to deliver the report. So $15 million. Tax experts say that such a system could resemble widely available commercial software products that lead taxpayers through the process of filing out of filling out their tax returns. Or it could send taxpayers pre-populated forms that they would simply need to approve. We already have that. There are already a free system, free file it's called, the uh, uh, a partnership with tax software companies that provide free tax returns uh, software to people who make less than $70,000 a year. Yellen said that she would convene industry-leading customer service experts from the private sector to make sure we hear the perspectives of, on the IRS modernization effort. We're going to have a listening tour. We recognize that customer services in the future will look much will look differently than customer service today. You think so? Is it much? Now I know there's much, uh, much ballyhoo about the IRS and how long it takes them to to answer the phone, but that's not really something new. That's been going on for some time. A large segment of the eighty billion dollars will go toward modernization of the agency, which has been using long outdated technology for decades, including some software languages that date back to the earliest phases of of computing. That's true that they use that, but sometimes that they use that, they can also tout that as a security feature because nobody knows how to, uh, hackers don't really know how to use that language, so they can't really attack it, hack into it very easily. But also, um, and we'll talk about this, uh, about how, there's another article here that we attached to that talks about how, how many billions they've already given the IRS and how they've failed on modernize, modernizing their technology. So it's not. This is not the first time that the, you know they like to scream poor. Oh, nobody's giving us any money. Yeah, I know. We only give them fourteen billion dollars a year. Fourteen billion dollars a year the IRS gets. And they tell you they don't have enough money to answer the phone. We can only do it if we get thirty billion dollars a year. Right. Yellen praised IRS software developers for converting more than the two hundred the two hundred thousand lines of assembly language code to a more modern Java. Java programming script. Republicans have been in up in arms about the $80 billion in new funding for the IRS, arguing that added staffing will result in more auditors going after working Americans and small businesses. They're not being created to audit billionaires or giant corporations. They're being created to audit you, Senator Ted Cruz said on the Senate floor in August. Yellen, in her speech again, made the case that the intended target of increased enforcement at the IRS is wealthier Americans and big business. I've directed the enforcement resources will not be used to raise audit rates for households making under $400,000 a year year relative to historical levels. In fact, we must audit rate, uh, we expect audit rates for honest taxpayers to decline because they're only going to get unhonest. That's not the way audits work, folks. She said, adding that high earners are paying far less than they owe. Are they? The top 1% of Americans were es- was estimated to owe over a fifth of unpaid taxes, totaling about $160 billion, Yellen said. That, they don't know that. That's a, that's a guess. Uh, well, it's an estimate, Attorney Leahy. Guess, same thing. Data shows that less than half of all taxes from more complex sources of income are paid. Yet, 
nearly all taxes from the wages and salaries, which are earned by ordinary Americans, are paid. They take it out of your check. You don't have a choice. Most people overpay. Let's just be honest. In an interview with The Hill, newly appointed IRS whistleblower office director John Hinman said that his department is looking forward to having more resources to carry, to better carry out its work. It's a very exciting time, Hinman said. We've been asking for additional resources for many years. There's a lot of change coming, I think, to be here now where there's an opportunity to have the resources we've been wanting for many years. It's really exciting. Exciting for you? Is it exciting for you as a taxpayer? Here's an op-ed. I think we want, I think I read this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Op-ed. Uh, this was August 26, so it couldn't have been a couple of weeks ago. But, oh, yeah, could have been. Uh, the IRS just isn't prepared for the Inflation Reduction Act. I'll just read the key points. The Tax Foundation estimates new taxes under the Inflation Reduction Act will reduce the long-run size of the U.S. economy by 0.2% eliminating 29,000 jobs and do and do nothing to tame inflation. I think that's obvious. It's like here in Illinois, we have the Safety Act, which is going to let all the criminals go. I've seen a lot of these um, county sheriffs say, uh, in Will County, for instance, said that almost everyone in, that they're holding in, in their jails now, January 1st, will be released. I saw that in Kane County, I believe, too. An outdated and backlog IRS is ill-suited to handle the processing of two corporate taxes introduced in the, or new, two new corporate taxes introduced in the sweeping new legislation. Congress throwing money at it uh, for new technology and thousands of new auditors without structural reform will not get the job done. So they talk a little bit about this. Let me see if I can find this quickly. That they sent, you know, that they had sent them a bunch of money in the past. And the IRS failed to, to uh, use it. They actually had to go and hire um, private firms. In 1986, the IRS launched a multi-billion dollar effort to modernize its obsolete computer systems to reduce its dependence on manually inputting paper returns. Nearly a decade later, in 1995, uh, the then General Accounting Office of Congress reported that the IRS's efforts to modernize tax processing are at a serious risk due to remaining pervasive management and technical weaknesses that impede modernization efforts. By 2000, Treasury's Inspector General for Tax Administration reported that the IRS, after spending more than $3 billion, was incapable of managing the modernization process and had to turn it over to the private contractor. Since 2000, the IRS has spent more than $4.8 billion after adjusting for inflation on technology and business service modernization. Well, now, what do you think? What can you get for $5 billion, Attorney Leahy? That's just, that's just ridiculous that you would say something like that. Uh, Yellen outlines planned changes to the IRS in an $80 billion overhaul. Uh, that kind of just repeats that first one. I wanted to show this because she said... There's going to be a huge change. Uh-oh. I think I, I think I started something. Let's see. What, that, that sounds like Neil Cavuto. So here's the uh, IRS funding increases by category. Enforcement, as you see on the top line there, $45.6 billion for enforcement. Taxpayer services, $3.2 billion. 
Now, that's over 10 years. Now, I, I, that's no, there's nothing to shake a stick at. But we already saw that for $4 billion of technology, we got nothing. They still tell us we're using 60s, the 60s stuff. We spent billions since the 60s. Billions. We're still using the 60s stuff. Why is that? And uh, so, you know, proportionally, uh, more than half is going to enforcement. And um, proportionately, less than 10% is going towards taxpayer services. So are they? is that enough to change things from, uh, she, she said, two, to ten, 2 and 10? It's 1 and 9, something. It changes the number, but it's, it's a very low number. Um, that's 20%. They, they said their goal is going to be 80, 85%. When? Next year? Oh, I think she said it. She wants to do it by next year. But here's something I wanted to point out. The Senate Republicans look to protect Americans earning less than $400,000 from IRS audits. How are they going to do that? Well, the Senate Republicans introduced legislation this week that would prevent the IRS from using the $80 billion. Let's try to blow this up here. Uh, From using the $80 billion in new spending authority it received this year to audit taxpayers who earn less than $400,000 annually. The IRS received billions in funding to update its systems and hire new staff in the Inflation Reduction Act which Congress approved in August without a single Republican vote in the House or Senate. Republicans argued even before the vote that the bill would raise taxes on people earning less than $400,000, which would violate President Biden's pledge to spare those earners from new taxes. This week, Republicans offered this bill to make sure the $80 billion is not used to fund audits from from what the GOP called a supersized IRS. Democrats cannot achieve their desired tax revenue goals without targeting the middle class, small businesses, and taxpayers earning under $400,000 per year. Taxpayers who cannot afford teams of lawyers and legal fees, which is why they rejected my uh, original amendment, said Mike Crapple, uh, Idaho Republican, the top Republican on the Senate Finance Committee. While advocates promise they do not intend to increase audits on people making less than 400000 the best way to protect those taxpayers is to turn that promise into law. The two-page bill states simply that none of the funds provided by the IRS in the Inflation Reduction Act may be used to audit taxpayers with taxable incomes below $400,000. IRS Commissioner Reddick told senators in August that the agency's infused Infusion of funding is absolutely not about increasing audit scrutiny on small businesses or middle-income Americans. Reddick also said audit rates will not rise relative to recent years for households making under $400,000. However, Republicans say it is better to change the law to make sure the IRS does not change its mind. The bill has teeth in contrast to unenforceable, non-binding statements of intention of unenforceable, vague Treasury Department Add edicts that to not squeeze more revenue out of the middle class. The Democratic-led Senate is unlikely to take up the GOP legislation this year, but the bill is highly likely to be considered if Republicans take control of the Senate in the midterm elections. Well, I mean, by the time we get around to, because it's going to take some years first to hire these this many people, and then um, and then to train them and then get them out in the workforce to start auditing people. By the time that happens, Janet Yellen will be gone, and Charles Reddick will be gone. 
Reddick, the IRS commissioner, probably won't make it past uh, the fall, this fall. His his term's up. And uh, he was appointed by Trump. So Biden's, you know, Biden's not going to keep him on. They've already, they're already uh, interviewing uh, people to replace him. So anyway, that's, I wanted to put that out there because they, they keep saying it. They keep saying it like it's true. But we know it's not true. And, I, you know, this legislation for the, for the, uh, from the Senate, Republicans in the Senate, it, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll just use the old money to, you know, money's fungible, right? I won't use the new money. We'll only use the new money for this, but the old money we're going to use for that. <laughs> so uh, that's the way it works. I just, I thought it was important. She's out there talking about how it's not going to matter. The, you know, the IRS, all the problems are gone. They're going to fix all, they're going to answer everybody's phone call. They're not going to audit anybody. They're going to stop all the thieves and liars and cheats because everybody's a thief. You know, all the everybody makes four four hundred thousand dollars more. They're all thieves and liars and cheats, and they're going to stop it all. And it's all going to be great. And they're going to do a great job. And they're not going to waste any of this money. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Uh, I don't believe it. Uh, call me skeptical. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens. I will talk about the report when it comes out. They have to have a uh, not only this report about how to uh, how they're going to do free tax returns or tax software for people or maybe do their tax returns for them. That's the big thing. I and I did a show a couple of weeks ago about this. Right? There's nothing. There's nothing more expensive than when the government gives it to you for free, uh, and then they control it. And that's what's happening now with these information returns. Everything's an information return. The IRS will do your. They have all your information. And in order for them to do your tax records, right, to do your tax returns, they need all your records. It's for your own good. We just, we're just trying to help. So we're going to turn everything over to the IRS and to the government agencies just so they can do your tax return and save you money. I don't believe it. Anyway, that's what I think. I hope that's, uh, 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 you know, you can believe it or not. Remember, I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe, like and subscribe to the show. We need your help to get this uh, information out, and uh, only you can help us do that. And if you have IRS problems, if you owe the IRS money, if you don't know what to do, go to freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. We will ask for a small shipping and handling charge, but the book is free, and the bonuses that come along with it are also free. So go to freeirisbook.com, get your free copy. So thanks so much for joining us. Tomorrow is um, is uh, the Trust Radio Network Day. We stream live around 2 o'clock. Tomorrow I have John Anthony from uh, 5.60 a.m. He's a talk show host, a radio talk show host. You hear him in the mornings. You hear him in the evenings. On Saturday he has a, a show called Black and Right. He's going to be on my show tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. On Saturday... Uh, he'll be streaming live from a cruise on Lake Michigan. I'll be there with him, uh, so you won't want to uh, miss that. And then on 560, uh, that show with John Anthony will air at 4 o'clock on Saturday because of a, a, a football game uh, instead of our regular 7 o'clock slot on Saturday. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we hope that you join us tomorrow, if not next week, uh, sometime. So thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you then. Out.